0: Welcome to another episode of Not Just a Game. I am one of your hosts, dear Father Gill.
1: And I'm Catherine Flick. And this week we're talking about festivals. Festivals, holidays, events, seasonal what have you. Because it's getting to that time of the year. It's the most stressful time of the year. Ah, but everyone loves the airing of
0: grievances. The airing of grievances is a very important tradition in my family. Actually, I think my husband's family does it best, but Mm
1: -hmm. they basically
0: give awards for the best sort of the best grievance, the best argument, the best table flip after somebody loses it a board game, you know. Is the board game monopoly? No, No. never. Can you imagine? Wow. The holidays would never end.
1: We, I remember certainly growing up, we had like Monopoly games that would go for weeks. And, yes. You know, over summer when we we're all at home and we'd sit, be sitting watching the cricket or whatever mm. and playing Monopoly. Oh, the
0: Australian cricket team. Look, let's not talk about <laughs> Right, we're not talking about that. We're not that. talking
1: about those sorts of games. <laughs> those sorts of things. No, we're talking about in-game festivals. Yes. And this is kind of being prompted by the fact that a lot of the games that we play have mm. had
0: them recently, so. yeah. I wondered about doing a podcast about this that was going to be a little bit more serious, but I've decided to kind of abandon that because the world is quite serious right now, and that is the last thing we need.
1: But it's still, nice to know some of the kind of background, like why do we oh, celebrate absolutely. certain
0: festivals in games? Sure.
1: And also, there are some really weird festivals that pop up in some games. So they are interesting to see where they come from, and also because some of the some of them are, you know, because they're they're fantasy games. Mm. They try to change well, up the names. Games. They try to change up the names of more
0: traditional religious right. festivals. I, I right, I mean we have a, a selection of, of really excellent different ways of saying Christmas without saying Christmas. We have the Feast of Winter's Veil. Vale. We have the New Life Festival. We have. So I just
1: want to. I just want to jump in here quickly yeah. because. Christmas, mm. winter. Mm. I'm Australian. Yeah. It's midsummer
0: down there. Right? This really really frustrates but, me and, all and the time. Is, and this is something that that we see perpetually in mm. in these games. But we also see distinctive understandings. There are a couple of different takes on for example what time of the year you celebrate Alcohol and heavy drinking, and if you're in EQ two, then you celebrate heavy drinking in March for Saint Patrick's Day, and if you play WoW, then you celebrate heavy drinking for Oktoberfest, mm. basically, which is called Brewfest. But yeah, it's an interesting. Different games have different interpretations, different times of the year that they associate with Isn't different activities There's in
1: um, Guild Wars too, as well, a brew like a kind of drinking. Oh no, so there's a whole place where you go and heavily drink.
0: Yes. There's yeah. That, I mean, that, that there's, there's several. I I actually I didn't I didn't get to, to Guild Wars two in my in my in my, uh, in my spreadsheet. Yeah, Because <laughs> we got serious because I got yeah. Okay, so this is the thought that went through my mind, and this will reveal to you all what a massive nerd I am. I was like, how many of the MMOs that I have played have some kind of in-game event around Saturnalia, which is, in in my humble opinion, kind of the holiday to end all holidays Halloween, in terms of the archaeology right. Saturnalia no 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 no, no. Um, Saturnalia one? is in December um, ah. and it's uh, it is distinctive from certain traditions that draw from the Yule tradition right so the Yule tradition is Scandinavian Germanic kind of that area of the world whereas uh, the Saturnalian stuff is really quite over the top I do recommend the Wikipedia page on Saturnalia is actually not bad but if you do want more thorough reading on certain habits that the Romans engaged in, such as you know, having a nice feast with your slaves or exchanging gag gifts, which no doubt might have been shaped like a penis, because the Romans shaped everything like penises. The Romans are real; like they
1: were just fourteen-year-old. They were massively they? into
0: penises. Yeah. So, but also, th- yeah. What else happened on Saturnalia? Oh, you had all the partying, and you had um, men dresses, dressing as women, women dressing as men. It was this whole idea of kind of a a topsy-turvy thing that kind of accumulated in this. I mean, later on, the new year was sort of celebrated on around the 23rd of December with the birthday of the unconquerable sun. So just after winter solstice, right? So that's the point at which the days start getting longer. And this is a big, I mean, it's not just Saturnalia. There are dozens, at least, of holidays, you know, that we could observe archeologically and, and in the epigraphic and, and historical records. It's pretty important because Mm. winter is dark for us in the Northern Hemisphere. Well, it's also dark. And it's a bit crap. (laughs) Um, So what do you... I mean, out of curiosity, I know I've asked you this before, but for the benefit of of our lovely listeners, what do you associate with sort of the Christmas tide, I guess? Christmas time. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Okay, so I, I associate... I mean it's it's hot so I associate it with the beach with right. swimming. We have a lot of Christmas songs around different plants. Like they, we, wow. have, we have we have a Christmas bush which is a, 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 a particular flowering tree that mm. only flowers around Christmas time. So that's our Christmas bush. It's also got red red and yellowish flowers so on. it. So a
0: bit like a Christmas cactus. <laughs>
1: I've never seen a Christmas cactus, but anyway, I have one in the kitchen. Oh, okay, I'll, mm. I'll check it out later. We'll mm. we'll put a picture of it on on the on the show notes. Excellent. Um, but uh, yeah, no. So I associate like lots of warmth, um, things like being outdoors. Mm. I mean, yeah, eating a lot of food, mm. drinking all. Oh, overeating
0: was a big deal in in Saturnalia. It was very important. Yeah.
1: But then we get these weird mixed messages, right? So all the Christmas TV shows oh, yeah, yeah. are all wintry. Yeah. So we have, a, and of course, because we have the the colonial English traditions, of course, in terms of things like what we actually eat for Christmas lunch and how we say do set you the eat table. For Christmas? Absolutely. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, we do. Um, hmm. but we often have do you things have panto? Like, uh, Sort of. Uh. So we have what we call a review season, which okay. is kind of like they are basically pantomimes, but they're not. They tend to be um, less themed around a like a, a story like mm. they seem to be here and and uh, yeah so panto is i think a very specifically british thing mm. but we have bits and pieces of it in australia right but also we have like i mean we we do all the whole christmas tree thing mm. you know people will put up fake snow and stuff like that even though really? like, yeah. <laughs> wow. but, but even more interestingly in july we have christmas in july parties because that's when it is winter and it is cold so we can do all the kind of wintery sort of things and people will often have Christmas in July parties in Australia
0: I've heard of Christmas in July but basically people don't I mean, it, but it's kind of the reverse, right? Like people have beach parties and stuff like that. So yeah, no, it's, it's very interesting. Yeah, so
1: it's a, it's, a, it's a different sort of experience. And actually, I mean, I'm going back to Australia for Christmas see year, so I'll report back. Oh, that'll be so nice. It will be nice. Mm. Oh, I can't wait to go to the beach. It's gonna be warm. <laughs> anyway, so but Christmas is an interesting kind of holiday yes. to have in in video
0: games in but, multiple games because there's like it's pretty much one of the standard. There's a lot of similar themes, and and it doesn't even necessarily have anything to do with winter or the cold or with snow although of course some of my favorite ones do as you all know i enjoy crushing people in christmas time pvp once a year in guild wars 2 oh, so
1: is that snowball that's character? the snowball
0: yeah I get to we have that, the snowball. In, that.
1: that's in um, overwatch as well there are snowball i, ca- I can't play real pvp games i am
0: bad and PvP that's okay I'm also bad at PvP <laughs> I mean if we did like a, a charity drive at some point we could just have you and me playing PvP in some game really badly it would to be a really important charity oh it would be uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we could kind of tape ourselves and do a podcast of us running around screaming at least yeah, it if, would make if, people laugh if you're love. interested
1: in that sign up to our Patreon let oh, us yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good
0: point I'll do the money yeah. drive later don't worry oh man <laughs> Okay, now I wasn't really thinking about that. I was just thinking about, like, what's an unpleasant thing that I could yeah. do for charity? PvP. Yeah. In most games. So that's part of Christmas festivities and, and something that I enjoy. But, but even with games like Star Wars The Old Republic, mm-hmm. they still have Life Day, right? So there's this kind of life and the Starlight celebration and the Final Fantasy MMOs and other Final Fantasy games, I assume it's it's in there. I don't know mm-hmm. so well as you probably do. But it's certainly a theme Light and life. I mean, whether or not it's taking place, yeah. sort of in space or in I just, or I just
1: I just want a really obviously summertime festival around December. That would
0: be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah, I, I think that, that would actually show more
1: kind of alienness or more fantasiness. Yeah. Than, than actually the wintry <gasps> type <laughs>
0: nighttime. Do you know darkness? Yeah, with festivals. stars sparkling. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you know who probably? would have been just, you know, nutty enough to do it would have been Wildstar because their Christmas thing was all around kind of commercialism and capitalism and consuming crap. And they have this corporation that permeated the game. Um, I just want to say I'm very sad that Wildstar has shut down because I, I didn't play it for a long time, but it really had such promise, and I enjoyed so many things about it, the music and the housing and everything else, and mm. rest in peace. Anyway, but they had this company called Protostar that organised everything in the, in the kind of, you know... Universe.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: basically. It was sort of Protostar's <laughs> gala-winterfext extravaganza, where you could buy all kinds of crap, basically. Oh, I love it. So, so it is, it's just, it's a satire on kind of consumption. Absolutely. And I, I appreciated those sorts of things about mm. Wildstar, but I think there were a lot of other factors that led to the game ending... Anyway, mm. so I mean, apart from kind of Christmassy type mm. things,
1: recently uh, we had Armistice Day for and for our non
0: yeah I guess Commonwealthy type. Well, uh, I mean, Americans definitely have an understanding of Armistice Day, but it's kind of a a slightly different well, series of traditions that <laughs> Donald, are associated. Donald Trump didn't bother to show up. So. Oh my goodness! <laughs> no. Anyway,
1: but you know who did bother to show
0: up? The players of battlefield one yes they absolutely did and, and i was so impressed by this i saw a tweet by jan david hassel and it was basically you know at one point and we'll we'll put this on the website so that you guys can can check it out yourselves but at one point it was just like right this is the hundred year anniversary of the end of world war one on the 11th hour we stop fighting, and then the battlefield one players just stop shooting each other, apart from one apart guy. from one. <laughs> then Wait, then do then we, then... we have a language warning? I keep forgetting. No, we're, apart we're from...
1: explicit. We're, we're right. We have one
0: asshole in an aeroplane who's just like, and then they're like, "Let's take that, let's, let's take, take that him down. down." Yeah, <laughs> and I was just like, "Do you know what? Yeah. That's fine." So this is this is something that's like a, a real commemoration in in real life, and people decide to do something. In the game, they take it upon themselves. A ground-up grassroots festival, yes. really. Yeah, but and it, it's the game did not... It, it's not like a lot of the Christmas holidays, for example, where it's suddenly Christmas and there's snow and there's sort of trees or lights or It was just a decision whatever. by
1: a bunch of players that they were going to respect this particular... Independently,
0: that they were just going to go ahead and start... Shooting Shitting each other. other, so I think that's really cool. I really love that. That kind of you know hit a nice, especially because battlefield players. I, I have to say, don't have <laughs> it's the sort of reputation, right? Don't have the best reputation. No, but
1: this is beautiful. That's why it's beautiful. You can compare it, obviously, with so a really long time ago, back in like the twenty ten. Like, around 2010, there was a World of Warcraft funeral. I heard about this. And so a player died. In real life. Yeah, in real life, yeah. So I think she died of a stroke or something. Mm -hmm. And basically, her friends and guildmates decided to have a funeral for her, and they did a parade type thing. very nice. A procession. Procession, yeah. yeah. Then this... So I think they were Horde. Uh, but this alliance skill decided they found they got wind of this and then basically crushed it and killed everybody. Oh. <laughs> and I mean, of course, there are all the arguments. Oh, they shouldn't have been on a PvP server. Do you know what? Blah, just, blah, blah. just, just. Well, we have the same thing <laughs> in Elite Dangerous, right? So in Elite um, Dangerous, there are run. often things like. So there's okay so a really good example is recently the fuel rats. Okay so the fuel rats in Elite Dangerous they mm. go and rescue people who have run out of fuel. Yes. in the game and yes. it's a completely user constructed organization. System. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's 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 volunteer run. Mm. They have dispatch up op- like it's a bit like it's a whole system, it's just yeah. incredible fuel rats. Anyway recently a bunch of jerks decided to tr- so in the game you can kind of have a home system. Yes. And uh, there's a whole bunch of this like what they call power play and political stuff that you can do so if you do a lot of missions in that area you can support for a particular faction right you can support the claim they have over their over system, system. Good. so a bunch of assholes basically came in mm. and decided today's go, word
0: of the day is asshole <laughs> <laughs> Sorry,
1: particularly pronounced like that. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) they came into the system and they basically they picked another faction and Mm. they did all the missions and everything for that. And they started they put the system into a civil war state. And then that basically they the fuel rats were going to lose their home system, right? And they had like I think twelve hours or something ridiculous (sighs) to 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 to. try to get their system back. Yeah. Um, I mean, they, they sort of knew it was coming for a while, but they, mm. they thought they had it under control, and then they didn't realise that, you know, this it was actually pretty much a lost cause. Mm. And then they put a call out on the Elite Dangerous community, mm. and everyone just pitched Turned it. up. And they, like, because... There's because almost no one that hasn't been touched by a fuel rat right. at some point, so, right? <laughs> somebody has helped
0: somebody they knew, or yeah. Whatever. Or you yeah. read
1: you read these amazing stories on 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 Reddit or wherever mm-hmm. about how you know the fuel rats managed to go like the other side of the universe, basically, mm. to get to the, to, you know, thousands and thousands of light years mm. just to get to this poor person. Or
0: they did, like, a leapfroggy type deal. And, yeah. Oh, it's just incredible, some of the stuff they were doing. I think and, they're quite inspiring because I've, I've heard of them, actually, just people talking about sort of troubleshooting and solving um, treating these kinds of player rescues as kind of an opportunity for problem solving, mm. and they make a puzzle of it. They make a game. And they're like, "All right, how do we kind of make this yeah, work?" Yeah, I mean, it's
1: a role. It's a classic role play situation, yeah. right? Yeah. What I really liked about it was there were a bunch of salty uh, these. <laughs> The, the asshole crew. I do not yeah. remember what they had to say. We'll just made. call them asshole crew. <laughs> the asshole crew. They got really salty about the fact that people were coming in and, and messing up their, their, their
0: thing. Well, but, like, why would you mess with the fuel rats? Yeah. Like, why would you do that? Yeah, exactly- It just makes you look like the sort of person that wouldn't show up to Armistice celebration, like, a 100-year anniversary. <laughs> anyway. And you had another really good example of, like, a player-created... A player-created yeah, player event. So... I was just wandering around doing miserable daily stuff in Guild Wars 2, hanging out, minding my own business. And I saw a load of people just walking down a path in the middle of uh, Brisbane wildlands. And I kind of thought, what, what's going on? What are all these humans doing here? And I kind of, I, I got a little closer because I was curious and I thought, I don't know of any in-game events because sometimes there are things where these big bossy things spawn and people go chasing after them and you get mm-hmm. like loads of guilds coming together to kind of take down one big event or a living a living story type of thing. But I didn't know of anything that was on. And I, I kind of trotted up to them. I'm on my revenant who has like a massive pink twinkly shield and a big purple sword and things. she looks quite ridiculous. And I thought, well... I'm just going to run my ridiculous looking character over there to find that these guys out twinkled and out pinked and out everything to me. They were the rainbow crew like and they had balloons and flags and banners and all kinds of effects going on. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, "Are these people having a big part. I'm an idiot. It's a pride parade. Was it on a particular Pride day? They set it up in advance, apparently. They reached out to various different communities. So I only found this out after the fact, because I just came across them. Yeah. And... When I looked at my map, and we'll put the screenshots online for you guys to see, when you look at the map, there's a thing called a commander tag that you can put up to sort of show where you are on a map so that you can say, oh, I'm at this big boss. Come to me, my people, and help your commander. And you can pick different <laughs> colours. And these commanders had organised themselves in order of colour of Aww. their tags. So you had a Aww. rainbow line on the map of all these commanders marching in a parade. And really it nice. was just lovely because there were lots of people... Just saying nice things to each other, and it was just absolutely beautiful. Mm. And there were no turfs pushing their way to the front <laughs> to wreck everything. <laughs> Sorry, that's just a reference to something that happened recently. Yeah, um, really. yeah, but it was very touching because I was just like, This is great! and I kind of, you know, trotted along with them for a little while until I had to go. But everybody had turned themselves to walk mm. so that they were literally just kind of. Very slowly progressing, and it must have taken them. They did it in two days Mm. one that was kind of more convenient for kind of Eurasian players, and one that was more convenient for kind of North American players. Yeah, Yeah, so they had two different sets, and one stage was walking from one city to another city, and then the next stage was walking from the same city, so that it was a whole whole room through the entire landscape, um, through lots of different zones, dozens of zones. Uh, But it was really. I, I thought about it for weeks because I was just so incredibly impressed by it. I think the thing that's
1: really interesting and impressive about this is the fact that it's it's community driven and it mm. shows firstly it shows how powerful these sorts of games are in terms of building communities yes. and also in terms of things like supporting Communities. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of kind of negative talk about how you oh, know, yeah. video games are the online, online is, spaces
0: for abuse, basically. Yeah, they're toxic
1: is. or mm. whatever. But it actually, it just it goes to show that you know when done. Well, yeah, you know, you can actually get a lot of value out of these player-developed communities. Yeah. The big mistakes that a lot of these companies make that when they it doesn't work and it is toxic yeah. is that they just don't moderate properly. Yes, they're not they're not able to they're not they don't they don't put in the effort to mm-hmm. actually make it a good positive community. Yeah, they don't kind of encourage. I mean, these things behave, take work. Yeah. They take oh, energy. Yeah. You can't just build a chat function and then just leave it. No, <laughs> yeah. no, no. It needs to have a whole bunch of support. It mm. needs to have a whole bunch of, like, positive harassment pol- policies. Yes. It needs, you know, positive examples. It needs people to kind of foster the community in a in a
0: positive way. Yeah. And
1: then you get people who are able to actually build things together. Yeah. Working together and um, to I'm do that.
0: There was a lot of kind of stuff in this to try to make it more accessible. You know, you don't have to join the TeamSpeak. We have these other options. We'll, you know, it doesn't matter what level you are in the game. We'll taxi people. We'll figure out a way to kind of get you to join and and we'll make this as accessible as it kind of can be. Mm. Um, and uh, it was just, you know, people had kind of... Fireworks and dyed their armor in pride colors, and it was just yeah, pretty cool. Oh, and they, um, as part of this, they ran a, a fundraiser for the Human Rights Campaign Foundation oh, that's um, under Tyria Pride, you know. So, I was just like, <laughs> This is quite
1: and also, it's probably really they nice. I thought some, about this for some people who can't either there isn't a pride festival in their area, or they can't yes. get to a pride festival, or their country has like res- restricted or yes LGBT rights, for mm-hmm. example. I mean, these sorts of spaces can be really positive spaces for people who are otherwise isolated or, you
0: know, um, don't have the community that they need to have around them. This gives people a community. It gives them an outlet, gives them sort of, you know, maybe they're not out and it means a lot to them to be around people who would accept those sorts of things. Or it just generally, that doesn't even matter, just to be in an environment where... They're not being judged. They're not judged and it doesn't matter you know, on some of the posts that I found about this later, it was just sort of like, we are marching in the name of unity and acceptance, you know, and we're not going to take any shit from anybody. And Mm -hmm. it was just this very kind of, there are other times and places that are appropriate to start conversations, but this is not it. And we're not going to tolerate any kind of discrimination against anybody. And it was just quite, I was very impressed. I was even more impressed after I kind of found the sort of online posts about it. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, I mean, I think both the sort of Eleventh Hour, stopping fighting in battlefields, one and and the the Pride Parade. These are both kind of yeah really good examples of the community being the like positive this is, community. Yeah. yeah, positive community
1: involvement and the and the ED stuff too. I think as well. Well, apart from yes. the assholes, which is negative. Yeah, but then obviously positive community won and out because they won their
0: system back. So that's pretty yeah, good. and that's really good. And I mean, Pride is a holiday kind of, and and Armistice is a holiday kind of, and it's just these things that are sort of like, well, are these. What's well, more like an event? Events, I
1: think. yeah. It's more like an event. It's not so much a holiday. Mm. I mean, it maybe it no. will be a holiday and, at some point, but it's, yeah, maybe it's more a sort of, I mean, festival, holiday. Yeah, I think event,
0: event yeah, day, um, remembrance.
1: I mean, because you don't really want to call remember, you know, I want no, this day a no, a holiday. Or a
0: and people festival. talking about, and I stopped myself earlier, almost calling it celebrations because it's not mm. like I, I don't want and the it people to, who call it like poppy think- day really, really gets me. Really oh, the stuff around me. poppies oh, is bloody
1: hell out of control. Bro. So in 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 Britain and and in the. Up? Oh, actually, not so much in Australia though. In Australia, it is it is traditional, but you, yeah. you, there's no not such a huge thing. No, in in Canada
0: it. also, you would you would wear a poppy, you know. But it's very much a sort of remember those we've lost rather and it, than. And you'd only wear
1: it on the day. You wouldn't be yeah, wearing You it would for weeks you before. You no,
0: you wouldn't. You wouldn't. There wouldn't be like a season foring poppies. You would literally wear it for maybe a castig- couple days before and a couple days after if you've forgotten to take it off. And then you get um.
1: castigated if you don't wear one. Or- I got
0: castigated for wearing a white poppy and a red poppy because I used to wear one of each Mm. because one's for remembrance and one's for peace Mm. and then I had some guy yelling at me in Victoria Park and I was just like okay I'm just not going to wear any poppies anymore because Mm. I don't want to be a target yeah um, and that's just
1: depressing because that's just nationalism it's just straight up well it was it's, yeah, yeah, it's, I it's, really wanna, yeah I don't really want to yeah I don't want to get into it but get into it too much more it's, but it's it frustrating was, that, it was really
0: upsetting but it's, it, what
1: it does though is, and, and the point I was trying to make by bringing it up is mm-hmm. that it changes the nature of the event from a remembrance yes. event yes. to a kind of Nationalistic, sort kind of aggressive, of patriotic day, which yes. is not what it's about. No. And so they re-released a whole bunch of the footage of various World War One film, and they recolored it. Yes, and it was but they called name? It, Wasn't yeah, it. Peter uh, Jackson, yes. right? So Lord of the Rings guy.
0: And Lord of the Rings guy.
1: So I mean, yeah, and I, I haven't seen it, but I, I will watch it. But and, and apparently, it was very good. My husband they was sh- very
0: keen to see it, but we we missed the opportunity. But but
1: it was called They Shall Not Grow Old. And if you actually mm. go back to the actual poem, it's the po- the line in the poem that that was theoretically taken from Thinkable. is that they shall grow not old, which is a very different, Message, Yes. Because They Shall Not Grow Old talks about them basically dying, right? Yes. Whereas They Shall Grow Not Old is about our remembrance of them. And continuing their lives through our own lives. Exactly. And so it really frustrates me because one lends itself far more readily to this kind of nationalistic rhetoric, rhetoric yeah. than the one about remembrance. And, yes. and this, is, this is actually why I'm, I'm very – because in Australia we have a big kind of thing about Anzac Day – Yes, um, which is the day that Australia de- <laughs> suffered its biggest defeat in war ever,
0: which yeah. is an interesting day to, to kind of... Many Canadians commemorate Passchendaele. Yeah,
1: and so that's actually, in uh, that's and that's a lot of Australians, particularly young Australians, go to Gallipoli in Turkey every, every year to, to wow. quote, celebrate, unquote, Anzac Day. And it's become mm. a massive thing, and it's become quite a, you, you know, you're a true patriot if you do this sort of stuff. So wow. it's become quite a nationalistic. Oh yeah, that thing, and it really bothers me because that's not what it's about. No, <laughs> and so no, I, why I, would you I, do that? I, I take these kind of celebrations very like I, I try to kind of yeah. steer clear of them because mm. it just doesn't reflect what I think the whole thing's about. The other reason i have kind of gone off on this tangent a little bit is because mm. some of these festivals, I mean, they have long-standing traditions, right? They, yeah, and they get a bit butchered along the way as as they as they have you know for of millennia course. Well, <laughs> anyway listen yeah, so
0: i i do before we finish i do have one more fun thing to oh i've mention. got lots of
1: fun things oh okay
0: <laughs>
1: but yeah we have more we have more we have fun more. things <laughs> but um, we will get off the sad serious things yeah 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 but I, I, it's interesting to see how these holidays they they morph oh, yeah. over time Absolutely. so i mean christmas was uh, pre oh, your yeah. rituals before. Oh yeah. You know Jesus ever came along, right? Of course. And 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 even now, Christmas festivities don't anything like they did pre-Victorian times. No, really. and in
0: fa- and in fact, Christmas celebration was was suppressed after the Reformation, and and mm. gift giving only came back into fashion. You know, those bloody Victorians have got a lot to answer for, don't they? Really. Uh, the, the Reformation was in the 16th century. Yeah, no, but I mean, so Victor a lot of our. Oh, modern, you mean bringing back the. A lot of our modern. Yes. a lot of our modern ways of celebrating festivals
1: are actually from, from, uh, a lot of well, from Victorian. I mean, so in, parts, in right some now.
0: ways, yes, but I mean, if we, I mean, no, we don't. We don't sacrifice the bodies of gladiators to Saturn anymore. Which Why you not? know, I know it's a bit depressing, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> um, I know people are like, I thought Saturn was an agrarian god. Yes, he was, but he was also a Catholic deity. Um, you and have to
1: was, you have to sprinkle <clears> your your fields with blood of gladiators,
0: right? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I'm actually... I'm Gladiators were... I mean, if, if anybody saw our um, Pokemon Go talk, Roman games were not for fun, and neither were Cretan games, and there were a lot of gladiators and a lot of gladiator blood. But at any rate... Um, and another festival we've had recently is it's oh, Halloween, right? Oh, yes, Halloween. So Halloween's a classic one. It's, it's about, probably it's the much... second... In the MMOs that I started looking at, it's the second most popular thing that's kind of replicated in an MMO environment. What are the main features? Oh, the, of the themes events? are very interesting. They range from things like nightmares. That's Destiny 2. Definitely nightmares, souls, things about hallowing and things about things that are, um, are are sacred veils between worlds, being torn, the dead, right? Knights of the Dead and... Um, so what, what
1: other games have got these kind of dead... Right, Except so dead you this. mentioned
0: you mentioned your Destiny 2 Festival of yeah. the Lost, Monster Hunters, Autumn Harvest Festival, that's which has really, some that. aspects of... Mm,
1: not so much, it's more it about the, eating.
0: But it has <laughs> the pumpkins. Yeah, so that's more about eating. But the pumpkins... But, were, pumpkins,
1: yeah. but the
0: pumpkins... But the pumpkins come from this light and sort of spirit thing. Okay, what's um, their relationship with dead? <laughs> what's their relationship with dead? Okay, so this isn't something that I've refreshed my memory on very recently, but carving out large somewhat fleshy gourds and before that probably things like turnips and putting oh, candles in them. I've
1: seen those creepy, the creepy carved turnips. Yeah, yeah. Those are and, creepy. And putting,
0: and as, as sort of warding features to sort of protect an area. If you want to not sleep at night, Google... Carved turnips. Like Any, anyway. So so that's what I have between the connect the connection between. That's just the very short. Okay. Kind of, I can, so it's more like a kind of a, a warding off type. Y- yes, deal. It, it, it's definitely kind of a, a. So my husband's parents live in a small. Village, um, not too far from Tewkesbury. I won't mention the name of it, but it's mm-hmm. very the greater Garden kind of a place. And it's the sort of place where they rock up to a place in the springtime and give you your pumpkin seeds, and they, you are expected to plant those and grow a pumpkin and carve that thing and put it outside so that when the whole village has a procession with lights, you know, like torches or candles or whatever... Behind the priest and everything, right? Yeah, I know. I don't yeah, don't you know. Yeah. This is like some uh, of the midsummer murders. It, yes, yes, it is. <laughs> um, how and many, they have a procession. People die each procession. I don't know. I haven't asked really. My parents-in-law are still <laughs> fine, but the pumpkins are, are and the lights around the houses are are a big part. And people go like on a walk around it. And sometimes people have sort of. You know, jumpy, scary things like they hide behind stuff or underneath mm. underneath stuff or, or whatever. And but I mean,
1: Halloween decorations. I, I think they're more a thing in the states than they are here, definitely. I are. think the
0: decorations here are different.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, I've seen stuff in the states where they have like all, all these like little basically
0: haunted houses. Oh, they're it. incredibly elaborate. Yeah, yeah it's um, crazy
1: but yeah you might get a jack-o'-lantern you might get <coughs> Cheney, a bit of fake spiderweb
0: right yeah <laughs> that, that's, that's the best way ever <laughs> so let's see um, the idea of souls our souls eves so along with halloween comes evening, right so evening, eve like shades eve in wild star is what it was called Eaves, as in like evening or eves no, as part in part of evening. the house as in evening okay yeah, yeah. Right. of Shades Eve and I think All Hallows Eve is one of the sort of names for Halloween and the the reason for that I suppose is because there's All Saints Day All Souls Day mm. that follows immediately after and a lot of these festivals and MMOs run until like November 1st right and it's interesting that they cut off right there why is it interesting that they cut off right there because I mean I think in a way it's interesting they cut off sort of all saints or souls, like it includes that in the Halloween season. I think it is partly to just allow for the sort of players from around the globe to take part in the mm-hmm. festival yeah. at a time that's convenient for them. That's what the wow Some one is. But sometimes Hallows they also sometimes in, in they wow. also run for quite a while beforehand, though. But I think that's more yes, there, but that, that let everyone a convenience thing. And um, so so we have nightmares, we have souls, we have pumpkins, we have undead, we have. Um, kind of harvest things that are mixed in with the kind of, mm. the idea that you have so this monst- glut of...
1: Yeah, Monster Hunter World food. is all about harvest
0: and yes. food. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's, who doesn't like food? I like food. Um, and you also have um, the Witches Festival in ESO, which has pumpkins and and kind of plenty, but there's also this kind of emphasis on witches. Um, and in Spooky. Guild Wars 2, there's like witch's outfit and you can have a broom that you can ride on in a, as a mount and, and that mm. kind of thing, which is quite fun.
1: In Destiny 2, they just gave you masks and one of the masks was a chicken mask, so of course I had to get yeah, that one. Yeah,
0: chicken mask! It was brilliant. I love my chicken mask. And I mean, I guess it, in the more space-oriented too that I've played, there's um, sort of Wild Stars, Shades Eve and Star Wars, The Old Public. Often has a rat ghoul plague outbreak right around the time. So like, both of them have a kind of plague
1: aspect, which is quite That's interesting. It's an interesting take on it. Do you think it's because of the kind of scariness of that? Or the I, th- death, I think it's or... the association
0: of with like sort of death, undead, um mm. rising, well, The zombies. The, zombies. A, the plague yes. infestation that makes you undead. Well, I was yeah, I th- Final Fantasy 14 had All Saints Wake. that's interesting. So there's this kind of holy, the hallowed, eves and evenings and nights, light. But they're also
1: very, they seem very keen to move away from any specifically kind of Christian iconography. Uh, or.
0: very much so. And and even, I think it's quite, you know, ballsy in a way for ESO to have Witches Festival, um, because (laughs) there are people who are witches, like mm. proper witches. And, and there are also
1: cultures that are very um, anti-witch, right? Yes, so exactly. Quite blas- like quite problematic.
0: Yes. So is is the is the witch considered to be like a blasphemous figure or are they misunderstanding what it is to be a witch? I mean, they don't... Yeah. It's, I assume they're kind of going for the cartoony style witch look, right? Um, a little bit. The witch is an interesting figure in the ESO. Like you have hags, which are one thing, and you have witches which are different. Mm. Um, and the witches are kind of... You know not necessarily lovely but not necessarily evil, mm. which I guess is better than just having kind of no no complexity whatsoever. There's a range of of depictions but you're right they do they do tend to stay away from from explicitly Christian iconography. Mm. Ryan is talking about Saturnalia and kind of how, how a lot of these things have have emphasized Christian practices mm. and then some of the practices, have influenced, you know, the holidays that are associated with Christmas sort of afterward. Um, so Epiphany or Twelfth Night. And as part of that, you would have a um, a person who was in charge of keeping the party going. So you would have somebody who was nominated. That th- this isn't Saturnalia. This is not in kind of Epiphany traditions now. But where some of the Epiphany traditions now come from is Saturnalia, um, which would carry on. And you would have a nominated... Lord of Misrule, who would just be like, you know, hey, it's your turn to dance naked. It's you know, you'll eat that. You know, this kind of just make you know keeping. I'm sure, there are a
1: whole bunch of like party anthems that are basically
0: about this, right? <laughs> yeah. So it, this is the, I I say Lord of Misrule because that's sort of a, a, a historical Western European sort of immediately post Christmas tradition, but definitely. Oh, I mean, it so probably has its its roots in in that because you would have a king of Saturnalia, um, hmm. and because it's, it's an
1: odd it's an sort of festival to have right after Christmas, isn't it? Where you've already
0: well, kind of- oh, well, Saturnalia ran right up until just about Christmas, oh, okay, um, and then it ended with kind of the you know the sun the, the sun coming back, right? But it's those this is what I was picking up on when you were talking about these things sort of getting stretched and, and morphed over time. Hmm. So you have the king of Saturnalia who was elected and would kind of preside over the merrymaking and then you have, you know, later on you have the Lord of Misrule who would be around for the, you know, post-Christmas events as it were. The reason that I bring this up now is because in Elder Scrolls Online there's a different festival and there are a number of sort of April Fool's kind of springtime type festivals in, in MMOs but the Jesters Festival in Elder Scrolls Online, I think it's in March and it involves a lot of these topsy-turvy things, right? You know, not necessarily sort of fine meals for slaves, but people dressing up as the reigning monarch in your Mm. faction. And, like, obviously the Queen of the Elves is not a large portly orc, but (laughs) they are quite sure that they are the Queen of the Elves and they are going to to talk about it. And so you have that kind of thing, but your title for going through the quests and things is... Lord or Lady of Misrule. Mm. And I remember seeing that title and thinking, wait, that reminds me of of something and it sort of scratched at the back of my head. And then when I was like, oh, I wonder how many of these things line up with Saturnalia. I was like, oh. Pretty much all of them. (laughs) (laughs) That's interesting. So I thought that was very interesting. I think having sort of a Lord or Lady of Misrule, you can be a Lady of Misrule in ESO, which I think it would be much better if we just had a sort of... Ruler of misrule, but that's repetitive, so maybe Well it'll
1: be a misruler, right?
0: A misruler. <laughs> oh you yeah, have like a, you mentioned a couple of these gender neutral titles, you know. Oh, yeah, Mark. Sovereign of misrule was my favourite.
1: R- yeah.
0: Sovereign sounds
1: really it's up itself. does, <laughs> <Well>, doesn't it? <laughs> I mean, it's also much higher than le- Lord and Lady. I mean, yeah, I think that definitely the chivalric system needs
0: to catch up with uh, 21st century social norms. What, what are we doing? <laughs> uh. But I just wanted to mention that one because I thought that was quite interesting. And I thought, I wonder if anybody did this on purpose or if somebody just kind of fancied it. I, su- I suspect they've got some, some history buffs. and uh, Well, they, they definitely haven't... at least have some academics. Yeah. Because yeah. some of the stuff... <laughs> Yeah, but they have in some of the quests is like, wow. Obviously, this person is quite familiar with the... various Roman traditions. No, no, with various sort of academic practices, like oh, okay. nicking other people's work and passing it off as your own. <laughs> and this person's like, oh, I really need to find this research so that I can cite them, you know? Or yeah, okay, yeah. you can be first author. That kind of stuff, right? Wow, they must be. They've definitely a- got somebody who is familiar please with, yeah. please
1: let us know if you're a writer for, for Elder Scrolls, <laughs> for online, Elder Scrolls yeah. online and you have the answer to
0: this this story sure that would be nice to, to hear if you if there are anyway, jilted academics I found it, it fascinating yes. um but anyway that's the last thing and and that definitely you know that's a tradition that has passed through yeah Christian Christmas tradition the
1: whole thing about <laughs> the Christian holidays that we celebrate I mean a lot of them are basically we had a whole bunch of like if, you know before Christianity came along, we had a right. whole bunch of holidays. And I say we very broadly. Humans.
0: Humans, humans had many holidays.
1: Particularly European humans. Well, right? and Because yes. and, 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 that's what a lot of modern Christmas stuff is kind of based on.
0: Although some, yes, yes, that's true. But a lot of the, um, I mean, so there's the two main influences appear to be sort of bits of Saturnalia and bits of Yule. Yeah, which are and they're. I mean, we still specific. have Yule
1: logs, and we still talk about Yule. Of course, and, and
0: like the Yule, the I think the Lord of the Rings Online sort mm. of Christmasy season one is is called the Yule Tide or the Yule Festival or something like. That.
1: And and I mean, things like Christmas trees are very pre yeah. are very pre Christian. Oh yeah, a whole bunch of the traditions that we have at Christmas are actually very, are very pre-Christian. And it was just a classic, it's a power play by the Christian church, really, to kind of well, yes. infiltrate into like the contemporary integration issue, right? Sure. Well, I mean, but
0: this is what, this is what the Romans did even ages ago. They would go to cities, they would capture that city's um, gods right yeah just like the, the worst thing that you could do to somebody to, to sort of defile their home was to go in and, and take the half gods take, take their gods and 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 disrespect them so gods are, are have been present in many different layers of society yeah and if you time. like if you
1: like reading about gods can i recommend terry pratchett's small gods yes <laughs> small gods is great small great small gods ex- explains a lot of these problems very well i it think does yes <laughs> Okay, but um, so moving on though from from of Christ- Christian tradition. So I used to play Final Fantasy XI a lot. Like, I mean, yes. was, I almost didn't get a PhD because of Final Fantasy XI. Mm. Thanks, Square Enix. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was my own fault. Yeah, you know, you can at me later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but they had a lot of because it's a Japanese game mm. originally, and it was sure. it was very much aimed at the Japanese population. They also mm-hmm. had a lot of Japanese festivals. festivals, which were very odd to non-Japanese. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, for example, I think the biggest the biggest one that I remember being um, kind of just strange was the doll festival. Yeah. And so if you look it up, it's called Hinamatsu, which translates as kind of girl's day. Yeah. And Hinamatsu is a, they're like basically these special dolls that you can by i guess mm-hmm. and and they tend to represent various rulers in the Interesting. Yeah, the emperor, the empress, attendants and musicians in traditional court dress of the Heian period. Wow. Right, or Heian period, right? So it's apparently what it's uh, it's celebrated each year on the 3rd of March. Apparently it was traditionally known as the peach festival as peach trees t- typically began to flower, mm-hmm. but um when they changed calendars, oh, the yeah. dates all changed.
0: And so, so it, is it cherries now? Don't cherry blossoms? No, no, that's, come that, that's a spring. that's a different. Oh, it's a little later. Yeah, in the
1: year. yeah, that's okay. a different. That's a different time of the year. But apparently, peaches are still associated with this festival, even though it's no longer on the set around the same date as mm. the peach blossoming. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so basically, the the dolls are set out to represent a wedding, and it's very much oh, a, right. so. It's sort of and it's quite uh, a gendered. Um, yeah it's very gendered so it says here families. It this is just a wikipedia page for it families right. normally ensure that girls have a set of the two main dolls before their first hina matsuri the dolls are usually fairly expensive whoa fifteen to <laughs> twelve two and a half thousand dollars for a five tier set bloody hell and maybe handed down from older generations you gotta catch lives. them all yeah They mostly spend their their year in storage. Girls and their mothers begin setting up the display a few days beforehand. And boys do not participate as they have a separate holiday. Which was historically called Boys Day, but is now called Children's Day. Right. So traditionally, the dolls are supposed to be put away. There was a superstition being that leaving the dolls any longer will result in a late marriage for the daughter. Wow, but some families may leave them up for the whole month of March. Um, mm. Practically speaking, the encouragement to put everything away quickly is to avoid the rainy season and humidity that typically follow hinamatsu, that typically follows hinamatsuri. OK? Um, But yeah, basically it's a whole display doll festival.
0: So how does this work in an an online environment and what kind of community aspects are there to this?
1: So what you would do is you would often get quests where you'd have to basically... Sometimes you'd collect dolls and um, there would be certain costumes that you would have. You could buy the dolls from the Moogles, so uh, you could buy mm-hmm. them so you could set them up in your house, because in, in yeah. 11 you have your own house you your can decorate, housing, yeah. and they had specific special dolls that were in, in the, the image of some of the game characters and stuff like that, yeah. so uh, there were some quests and things that you could do as well, but often what was nice about it was that they had like lots of decorations around, and the decorations were often really kind mm. of Japanese in style, I suppose, (laughs) Um, which is, like, just so different from the sort of traditional festivals that I kind of grew up with. And so it was was very kind of breath of fresh air. Mm. But they actually, then they have the Boys' Day one as well, Mm. but I think it's called, like, Festival of Swords. Yes, And you run around, you've got wooden swords, you have to team up with other people, and then, like, everyone has to kill a big... Monster, but you can only, like, do, I don't know, like, one damage or something to it. All right. Um, So you need a lot of cooperation. Yeah, you just need a lot of people. I have to say, this is very much based on memory from about almost 10 (laughs) years ago. So if I've got this wrong, I I apologise. They're just such different festivals. But of course, they've got, like, Lunar New Year festivals and things like that, Yeah, I think
0: the only other Lunar New Year thing I knew of in an MMO that I played was in WoW. Oh, yeah. WoW had a, a Lunar New Year thing. yeah. But um, does
1: anywhere have, a, like, a Diwali festival? No, which
0: is uh, not that I know of. And I think that's a little bit sad because, I mean, we live in Leicester. I and to, you
1: know what, though? I Before I moved to Leicester, I, I
0: didn't even know what Diwali... Like, Diwali knew, was not a thing. I definitely knew it existed. Mm. I just didn't know anything in terms of, of what it was about. Mm. Um, and So for those who don't know what Diwali is... The valley is basically a festival. It's of another light. festival of light.
1: Yes, it's a lovely festival of light, mm. and it's um, celebrated
0: by Hindus, isn't it? Well, many people, you know, from the Indian subcontinent or, or with that mm. ancestry, celebrated, you know, regardless. Um, it is. I think the origin is Hindu, but it's also celebrated by Sikhs, okay, um, and Jains. Um,
1: we actually, and in Leicester, we have one of the largest Jain temples. Exactly, Yes, yeah, one so of the first,
0: yeah, yeah, I think outside. Um, it was
1: Converted Methodist Church, which I thought was quite That's interesting. very interesting. But they imported all this marble, um, yeah. which they like, carved into these intricate carvings. It's beautiful, mm. just beautiful. Uh, but
0: yeah, yeah. so it's, it's like, you know, a week, I think, five days, something like that, a festival of lights. And it's this victory of, of light over the darkness, the victory of good over evil, this kind of... Oh, that's a, those are
1: good classic. Um, it's a very classic Hindu scene. themes oh, story. Oh yeah, no, you know,
0: they're lovely, really very lovely, and I know um, Quakers have. An affection for Diwali in Leicester at least because it's it's quite a nice sort of Well it's a lovely festival. You, everyone gets together and Oh it's really good. And, yeah. I mean so
1: in, in Leicester we have a, a, an area of the city called the Golden Mile which has mm. a lot of Indian
0: yum, um, yum, yum, yum,
1: yum. Indian restaurants and things like sari shops and, and kind of mm-hmm. you know, Indian groceries and things and they, they put special Diwali lights up and then they have a big wheel and, mm. and which is interesting because they've actually brought in some kind of classic British Traditions, Apex, yeah, <laughs> to the celebration. Ah, I
0: think it's lovely.
1: Yeah, it's really nice, and and I mean, I'm you know, you go up there and it's a huge I mean, it's party atmosphere and the lights yeah. all turn on. There were yeah, fireworks there were last fireworks. night at midnight. Yeah, well, we were hearing them too. I know. I just so like <laughs> yeah.
0: I yeah. woke up I was like ah! oh oh okay. Fireworks. It's fine. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, we we've had fire because we had um, uh, Guy Fox night as well. Oh um,
0: yeah, so we have. Yeah, we have lots of fireworks. We things all Halloween very and then ha- Halloween, Guy Fox, Guy Fawkes and, Fawkes, and, then and then
1: Diwali all within like the period of a week or two. <laughs> so there's lots of fireworks <sighs> uh, going off at the moment. I think it's really. I mean, it's kind of a shame that some of these more obs- not obscure but obscure Western audiences, if that makes sense. I guess
0: there's also Western things that are quite obscure if you if you're not from that. So the St. Lucia, Mm. uh, which is another kind of triumph of light over the darkness, you Mm -hmm. know, the triumph of of innocence and good. And that's Scandinavian tradition. And you also see
1: things like merging of Day of the Dead with Halloween, for example. With that,
0: actually, that (laughs) is my top number one holiday peeve, (laughs) is people not having a clue. And I mean, maybe it's because I spent, you know, part of my growing up time... Yeah. What for is our, the difference between uh, Day of the Dead is the and Halloween? the difference between Day of the Dead and Halloween? All right. So, I'm going to keep this short because I'm I'm running out of spoons, but also because I don't want to get too agitated. But but basically, uh, uh, for me, Halloween is you know about sort of dressing up and fun and eating too much chocolate. And you know things or, like or Haribo
1: gummies. Oh in yeah, case. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> pick your pick, pick your chocolate, yeah. uh, or, or your candy, or whatever. But um, and sort of treats and and but but it's it's really about kind of costumes and about it's a sort of separate thing. It it can be about sort of witches and goblins, but it can also be you know dressing up as a dark elf. I mean, it's just kind of you know. Mm. about being something that's not you, about enjoying yourself, about having treats. Mm-hmm. Like, for me, that is what Halloween is about. And I yeah. love Halloween, and I didn't get to dress up this year because I wasn't well. But Day of the Dead is a tradition that isn't mine. It's a Mexican tradition. and It's, it's at a
1: different time.
0: It, it is. And there are a lot of very specific traditions to do with Day of the Dead, um, but a lot of it is around creating... Um, it's a Dia de los Muertos, or Dia de Muertos depending on where you're from you create altars to venerate the dead you cook meals it's more for about the ancestry dead. it's very much about sort of respect for your ancestors and it's not just like it's not fun halloween to... with a sombrero on i i i just like oh, Halloween being dressed up with the the, the day of the dead. Oh yeah, the, the skeleton day of the dead skeleton masks face, with the little yeah. flowers on. That makes me really upset because it's just kind of like look, I I am not Mexican, but I know enough to be annoyed, um, <laughs> and that's like I don't want to be you know a righteous prat about this, but they are really not the same thing, and it it's it's just it's almost as difficult as the fact that there's a place called Eskimo Blue down the corner here or that the Exeter Chiefs are fine somehow. Exeter England, this is, of course. Yes, right. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's... You can't get Brexeter without Exeter. Oh Sorry. <laughs> um, I haven't heard that one before, but it works on so many uh, levels. Yeah, but, but anyway, it's... It, 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 the thing is, Dia de los Muertos is a public holiday. I don't believe that Halloween is. Mm. But it's, I think... That Dia de Muertos was actually pushed to coincide with All Saints' Day uh, because of the, class, because of the because Catholic of the, tradition. That is yeah. what I think. I'm sorry if I'm wrong, but that's what I think. But the point, the whole point of this, is prayer and remembrance of friends and family members who have died. You, you and and it's people go to cemeteries and they pray for their deceased loved ones and their souls, and it's. I've been told I need to see the, the movie Coco.
1: Yes, I've actually um, seen it, and yeah, it, it actually has a... I mean, I don't... I, it's also, This is also not my my festival, and right. so I don't know a lot about it, but from what I've heard, Coco does a, a good job of um, showing good. how it works and what it's about, basically. And it's a lovely,
0: great movie. And And there are not traditionally parades for Day of the Dead. The reason that there is a Day of the Dead parade in Mexico City now is because during the filming of Spectre... I was going to say, is it because of James Bond? Yeah, no, that's exactly (laughs) right. Like, there's now a parade because people were like, this seems like a good idea. Yeah, I know. Why not? Well, there's a town in New Mexico called Truth of Consequences after a game show. So weirder things have happened.
1: Well, so anyway, back to the video games, I guess. Um, yes. Any other strange festivals that you've come
0: across oh, in your oh. analysis? Yeah, so uh, definitely, there, there's one thing that's this worth uh, picking up on, and that is, I think, that a couple of MMOs, um, at least both WoW and Lord of the Rings Online, um, these are quite different player bases. Both of them have festivals um, or events for a day, on September nineteenth.
1: September nineteenth. What's that?
0: International talk like a Pirate Day. <laughs> Arrgh. That's right. So there's Shipwrecked Mariners, which is Lord of the Rings Online, and then there's Pirates Day. Oh my god. It's so nerdy. <laughs> it is so nerdy. But this is definitely uh, part of kind of what makes these things fun for people is that they are niche and they are weird and they make Next we're gonna have Towel Day. For Douglas Adams, right? Yes. Right. towel day we towel should have day. that in some games well,
1: yeah that dev- so, so game developers if you're true nerds you will put in a towel day
0: mm. <laughs> I you know what I want to see is a Hogswatch. watch um, oh
1: Hogswatch yeah, day. yeah like a good.
0: terrifying hog father and all that yeah. stuff that's another really good book about holidays and wait wait we're on a bit of things. a Terry
1: Pratchett uh, kick at the moment I think I, I
0: guess so. we are yeah that's okay
1: oh man so talk like a pirate day talk well, like a pirate
0: why, day why not why not why not indeed um, no I, I mean I think I've I've mentioned most of the ones that have, have, have stood out to me so I guess um, the question
1: to our listeners is are there particular holidays in the games that you play that perhaps we didn't mention yeah. that you think are, are really interesting you notable should, worth, yeah, a worth discussion worthwhile I mean you can get in contact with us Easily, Yeah, Twitter so I'm mm-hmm. at Catherine Flick and, and I'm at For the Guild Tier and basically we're happy to
0: talk that's your married name is it no that's my
1: it's not mine mine's not my married it's my name too.
0: <laughs> I'm still mad. Yeah. That's anyway, okay. that's a long
1: story. <laughs> yeah, we have the doctors for a reason. Um <laughs> <sighs> So feel free to get in touch with us on Twitter if you want to talk about your particular um, or, favorite festival or,
0: or community events. You know, yeah. like, the, like, like the things that happened with the, with the Fuel Rats or the Pride Parade in Guild Wars Two, or yeah. you know, this this thing that happened in in Battlefield One. You
1: know, if we get some more of these, we might turn it. We may turn. We this could in. turn it
0: into a talk,
1: a PAX talk, perhaps. Yeah, I've booked my hotel for PAX East, oh. so I'd like to go. But but anyway, we'll see. We'll we'll see see how how it
0: goes. (laughs) (laughs) We both really hope to be there. We do hope to be Uh there.
1: If if we do, if we are there, it will be my last one. I will. I will. It'll. Yeah. I
0: think seven years will be enough. (laughs) <laughs> so. i really do hope to go because i love the ask analysis booth and, and yeah, it's uh, good fun it's it's excellent
1: anyway not that this is related because we have money to go to pax but basically we've set up a patreon uh to pay yes. for the uh, lovely editor emma Yay. and yeah emma is great and i i was i've been listening to a few podcasts recently where they've been talking about how you know people behind the scenes of podcasts really should be acknowledged for the work that they do so yeah. i'd like to thank very much emma caution who is Also works with the BBC. Thank you, Emma! Other people uh, who also do podcasts and she does a fabulous job Mm. especially when we're in strange places with a lot of noise
0: (laughs) doing (laughs) Um, all the strange things but
1: yes but of course this all costs money and Mm. um we have already have some lovely patrons and we're very very grateful to you guys for supporting us thank you very much but we're we'd like to have some more so that we could offset the costs of editing the podcast yes that
0: would be because
1: this now means we can get this out once a fortnight whereas before Mm. it was once whenever i had time and I yes. have no time yes. <laughs> so so if you enjoy what we do please go to our patreon which is patreon.com notjustagame not just a game or there's a link from the website notjustagame.eu and you know we just do it per episode so you don't have to pay like we we don't feel like we're going to be under super amounts of pressure to produce something each month or anything yeah. um so even if you just drop us a dollar a, an episode that would really really contribute a lot to helping us offset our costs. It would definitely help. And if you support us at our $5 level, you can suggest topics for us. We have a special document that is open to $5 and above patrons. Mm -hmm. And if you are one of our $5 above patrons... We love you. Thank you so much. Yes, we do love you. And there are two of you... You make
0: Emma possible.
1: please come and suggest some stuff uh, because that's that's supposed to be for you. So Yeah, please, we are... We're, please tell us what you'd like us to talk about. Absolutely. Because, um, you know, otherwise we'll run out of... We, we've got a lot of ideas, but we'll run out of ideas eventually. So,
0: <laughs> anyway
1: really no, that's pretty, no, no probably we won't but also what we want to do um, in terms of content is we want to f- sort of focus a little bit more on recent events i mean this is only every fortnight so you might be about two weeks behind but you know we're, we're trying to k- kind of make it a bit more contemporary yes and i think that's kind of interesting too so anyway i guess that's been our episode this week thank you very much for listening yeah thanks so much and we'll see you in a couple of weeks You've been listening to the Not Just a Game
0: podcast. The music is Hot Machine Cold Surface by Ben Prunty from OC Remix. Graphics are from the Noun Project.